Think on your feet for our Fast and Curious 5K, a -a one-of-a-kind race hosted by WBEZ and the Chicago Sun-Times on Saturday, July 27th at Humboldt Park. More info and early bird registration at wbez.org slash events. How much do you get paid? This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. And today we want to talk about what's always been a big taboo in the workplace, talking about your salary. Maybe you think talking about money is embarrassing or just downright tacky or that what you get paid is nobody's business. But many argue that the secrecy helps companies, not employees. Recently, a viral tweet sparked a nationwide conversation about pay transparency when one journalist announced that her job would soon be available and added her salary so anyone applying would know how to negotiate. So what's at stake when we don't talk about our salaries? Here to tackle the taboo topic is the journalist whose tweets sparked the conversation, Vicki Walker. Hey, Vicki. Hey, Sasha. Thanks for having me. Also joining us is Andy Challenger, Senior Vice President at Chicago-based employment consulting firm Challenger Gray and Christmas. Hi, Andy. Hi, good morning. Thanks for having me. Vicki, so you recently resigned as senior travel reporter at The Points Guy, and that's a, a travel and lifestyle media company. And then you tweeted this, quote, If you apply for my old job as senior travel reporter, you should ask for no less than $115,000, a signing bonus and a relocation bonus. You also said that your own salary had been 107000 So my first two questions, what motivated you to share your salary publicly? And why that $8,000 difference there? I really wanted to be transparent about my salary for anybody who was considering applying for that role. It was an, uh, an amazing role being able to cover the pandemic. And so I wanted whoever got the role to know exactly what I made. Asking about somebody's salary is often seen as very taboo or seen as impolite. So I wanted it to be very public in case somebody didn't feel comfortable uh, reaching out to me directly about what I made. And in terms of why the salary discrepancy, I'm, I'm not, to, to be honest, I'm not completely sure, but I do know that the $115,000 salary is competitive in New York City. Mm-hmm. So what's been the reaction to the tweet? I, I understand that you've <laughs> been hearing from folks all over the world. Is that right? I have been hearing from people around the globe. I've gotten direct messages from people in the UK, um, India, Australia, uh, parts of the Caribbean. And the response has been extremely overwhelming, so much so that, you know, I've constantly had to keep my phone on the charger just to, you know, see and respond uh, to all of the messages. Are they in support? Um, yeah, for the most part, yeah. A lot of people are, have been really supportive. People have reached out to me saying that they, it inspired them to ask for raises in their own jobs, you know, even outside of journalism. I've had people reach out to me saying, you know, this has sparked a conversation in their workplaces about people asking what their co- colleagues make. And people have also asked for their employers to put salary ranges in job descriptions. And so, you know, this is something that I definitely wasn't expecting when I tweeted this, is something that I really only expected people who were in kind of the niche New York City travel media market to really pay attention to. But mm-hmm. it's definitely sparked a global conversation and definitely something that I would say is needed. Yeah. Well, Andy, let's bring you in here. One of the comments to Vicky's tweet said that it was, quote, a great way to make sure that no one ever wants to hire you. Talking about pay, as Vicky said, it's long been considered taboo in American culture. Why is that? 
Yeah, I think some of it comes from employers. I think it also comes from human beings, right? Just across every culture, you tend to see people feeling like their personal financial situation uh, should be private in some ways. I think there's like a human piece to not wanting to be ranked or put into some hierarchy based on like a monolithic number associated with what you earn in any single job. So I think that does tend to make people somewhat uncomfortable in terms of whether it makes you less employable in the future. I don't really think so. Uh, We tend to see lots of people sharing information about salaries on more anonymous websites like Glassdoor or salary.com. When I'm working with job seekers, yeah, that's a, a core piece of every negotiation is mm-hmm. going on and figuring out what, what your market price is. I, I think if you come across as maybe too antagonistic towards your former employer, it might hurt you a little bit, but uh, overall, probably okay. Well, given what we've discussed, Vicki, were you nervous at all about sharing your salary? Number one, I, I didn't expect it to go viral, but number two, you know, I have nothing to hide. I think we should talk about money, right? Nobody benefits when salaries like this are kept as a secret. And definitely women don't benefit people of color, younger journalists, right? And so I kind of thought about sending it, but then, you know, the ultimately for me, it was more about the greater good. You know, I want mm-hmm. somebody who steps into that role to know exactly what I made so they can advocate for themselves. I didn't add any commentary to it. You know, it was just like, here's my salary, do with that what you will. But in terms of being nervous, not really. And in terms of, you know, having opportunities after this tweet, that, that hasn't been a problem either. Yeah. Well, Andy, should employees be fearful about sharing salary information? I'm, I'm thinking of repercussions and what they could possibly be. I've heard of situations where it creates conflicts in the workplace, you know, among peers, maybe current management you know, you're unpopular with them and, and then maybe potential employers want to stay away from you because they think, you know, you're a muckraker. Yeah, I you know, I want to be too strong about it because I think you can absolutely share that information to a degree and it's valuable to your coworkers. It's good to be transparent about things and uh, there is pay discrimination that occurs in every workplace, whether it's conscious or unconscious. And so, transparency is the only tool to kind of get at that. Mm-hmm. But then there is also a, a little bit of, it can make people uncomfortable to be ranked higher or lower than other people within their own team. There is some uncomfortableness around that. And if you come up in negotiation after negotiation, as uh, your coworker saying, oh, this person told me what they make and I feel like I should be making more, mm-hmm. it could be held against you a little bit. And so I think you do have to be a touch careful about it. Vicky, picking up on a point you were making before, we know journalism, you and I know at least, it's historically an underpaid profession, right? Was the hope also that your tweet might show people in this industry, hey, you might be underpaid and inspire them to just ask for more money? When I wrote the tweet and sent it, that wasn't on my mind, but it definitely is, has been on my mind now. It's no secret to anybody that journalism is historically and well-documented underpaid profession, right? And one thing I have noticed about the tweet in terms of people have been reaching out to me have said, like, hey, I just found out that I was underpaid in my job, and now I'm asking for a raise. I have had dozens of journalists in the U.S. and across the world say, like, hey, 
discovered through this tweet and through, you know, my colleagues, my friends also now feeling comfortable sharing their salaries that I'm underpaid and I want to do something about it, be it, you know, whether they want to ask for a raise or ask for more responsibilities or just some people have reached out to me and said that they just resigned on the spot because they found out they were underpaid. Wow. Um, And so I definitely think this is sparking a conversation about, again, salary transparency, but also how journalism is historically underpaid in the United States. Andy, there are some companies that say, or at least it would seem heavily imply that you shouldn't share your salary among coworkers. I've definitely heard friends of mine say, you know, my manager told me not to tell others what I get paid. Can they do that? Uh, they can't legally do that. You're definitely legally allowed to talk about your salary. Uh, there are very clear guidelines in, in the U.S. laws that allow you to share that information for the ability to organize and group labor or for other reasons. So you're certainly allowed to. Can you, if you did take that route and um, share your salary information, can you prevent companies from lashing out at you? That might be harder to prove. I mean, there is just the possibility that you rankle people the wrong way mm-hmm. and it hurts your reputation with the organization. I'm not going to say that that's an, an impossible situation. That could potentially happen. They can't legally fire you. They can't legally take actions against you, but could it in some way harm your prospects of the company? I think I wouldn't be giving truthful information if I didn't say that wasn't possible. Yeah. Well, Andy, do you have any tips on how workers can get that valuable salary information? Yeah, I tend to think these websites that gather information like Glassdoor or Salary.com, there's a bunch of other ones. It's a really great way to do it because not only can you stay anonymous while sharing that information to the market, to other people outside of your company, to your coworkers as well, it protects you and gives a one single place where people can gather a series of data points. It's better than just one off person salary, but you can get a, a larger collection of data. Vicki, as we, we talk about the, the journalism industry in particular, can you share what's next for you now that you've left the point sky or at least tell us whether you're staying in the industry? I plan, I definitely plan to stay in the industry for now. A lot of rest, yeah. uh, loving on my dog. They did have you all travel. over the globe. You were traveling quite a bit for that <laughs> gig. Yeah, I was actually in St. Kitts when I sent that tweet out. Plan, definitely planning to do a lot of traveling, a lot, but more importantly, just a lot of rest. You know, a lot of companies, they've been moving toward applying uh, more DEI values into the workplace, especially in the last couple of years, Vicki. Do you think it's possible to have an inclusive, equitable workplace without salary transparency? No. Because, again, ultimately, when you are transparent about salaries, women, people of color, but also, again, younger journalists, the LGBTQ community will ultimately suffer and pay the price when employers aren't transparent about either salary ranges or what, you know, people are making. So I think a lot of companies have made a lot of strides to uh, be more equitable and inclusive, but ultimately, it also comes down to pay, you know, the work to get paid. Andy, you've been saying that there's a a massive labor shortage right now as well. Is this a a particularly opportune time for workers to to be lobbying for better pay and and better benefits? 
Well, it's the best time that I've ever seen. Uh, it is a, definitely a employee's market. Uh, you can negotiate really hard in your job search. We see a big portion of wage increases, which have been really significant over the last year, going to job switchers, uh, people that are willing to move from one company to another mm-hmm. to take advantage of the rising uh, wages and overall compensation. So, yeah. I heavily recommend if you are trying to take advantage of this, either negotiate with your company right now or it's time to make a switch. How negotiable, like so other how negotiable are salaries? Uh, they're very negotiable. Uh, this is a time where companies are pretty desperate for good employees right now uh, across just about every industry. And so it's a great time to um, not only negotiate job offers, but go into quarterly reviews, talk to your uh, existing managers and you can bring them market data. You can go to uh, these uh, websites like Glassdoor Salary and tell them what the market's making and uh, where you expect to be paid. I wouldn't go into those negotiations, though, without uh, a potential other offer. Mm, good point. Well, how can managers best handle this pay transparency topic? After all, as we said before, salary discrepancies, they can cause a lot of conflict in the workplace, Andy. Yeah, it's complicated. I, I think it's it, and not realistic for many companies to go to full pay transparency where every employee can see each other ranked on a, a spreadsheet and create this kind of hierarchy. And that's probably going to be tough for a lot of companies, but they can start producing aggregate information saying this is what maybe different demographics are being paid. Women are being paid this much. Men are being paid this much and talk about those differences that's something that we're seeing a lot of companies start to do to try to address this feeling and, and the real discrimination that does occur across different demographics. And do you have any guidelines when it comes to salary ranges that companies will post? Sometimes they're really broad. Yeah, I mean, they tend to be broad. I mean, that's like one of the tough pieces about pay equity is that, you know, there's different thinking about writers. There's some writers that are really, really talented. And there's some people that are brand new uh, to the industry. And so companies are going to be willing to pay more Mm -hmm. for some writers than others. So experience matters there. Well, Vicki, you have certainly sparked a conversation here. Uh, You're hoping folks will follow your lead, I assume, and, and maybe be more transparent about their salaries moving forward? I hope so. One thing I've noticed about the tweet is that people are feeling more comfortable sharing their salaries. Several people in the quote retweets of the tweet started sharing their salary histories. And again, several people reached out to me saying that in their own newsrooms, in their own companies, people are being more transparent about what they make and the offers that they got coming into the door. So, like I said, wasn't expecting this, but, yeah. you know, really glad to have sparked this What a surprise, right? Well, to the person listening right now, you know, before I let you go, Vicki, who wants to take that step to to be more uh, transparent and maybe go for more money, but they're nervous. What do you say? Write it down first. You know, write down what you want in a job and then just go for it. Again, this is kind of workers market. And so you uh, in a lot of instances, you do have the ability to say what you want. And again, and, you know, if your work backs up, backs it up, then somebody is going to want to take that chance on you. That's it for today's Reset, and you can hear more every weekday afternoon by adding this podcast to your feed. And while you're there, please give us a rating. It helps people find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening, and please come back tomorrow.
Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day.